Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels. My name is Jay Shalansky and joining me this week is John Bushfax Bushman and Lucas Technophobia. Howdy. How do you say your last name? I, I didn't want to screw it up. Uh, you stick. You stick. Okay. You stick. Yeah. Right. Pretty you can imagine all the uh, the fun nicknames you get growing up with that last name. Well, the problem was I wasn't looking at it, and I was like rem- <laughs> trying to remember it from memory. I'm like, is there? A, is it up stick? Is it you <laughs> unstick? I was like, ah, no, I'm just gonna screw this up. It's a so, hard one. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason I got John's really was because he literally puts it on his screen every time. Uh, so. You guys may have noticed Kyle's not here. Uh, he couldn't do this episode because this is our pre-Adepticon episode. So we're actually recording this early. It'll be out early for all of you listening because all of us, including Kyle, are going to be at Adepticon, um, which is really exciting. So uh, if, if any of you are at Adepticon who are listening, we have a booth, booth 104. You could come visit us at the booth. I may or may not be there. I'm going to be running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Uh, but you can come visit us at the booth. If I'm not there, I'm probably at the streaming table. Lucas, our man, you stick here, is going to be running the streaming table, which I'm really excited about. So we're going to be streaming uh, the main event Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then uh, Thursday, we're probably going to do a couple streams of some skirmish games and mostly testing for us to get ready for the, the big events on Friday. Um, come say hi, wave at, at Lucas. Don't distract him too much because I'll fire him. But, you know, just... <laughs> No, but come say hi to, and then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll all be most, the rest of the team is playing, I think, uh, in the big tournament. So John, Kyle, Evan, the raccoon, the other Evan, uh, uh, you know, everybody's going to be there playing. So that'll be good. So you'll see us, I'm sure we'll be wearing fifth trooper shirts. And so you'll, you'll notice us by the fifth trooper shirts. Um, we're really excited if you guys couldn't tell, but, uh, Today's show is going to be mostly about Adepticon. We're going to try to cover what we think the meta is going to be, what we think people are going to be playing at Adepticon. We're going to go over kind of our streaming hours, what we're going to be doing at the booth. Um, And then I'm sure we'll get into other conversations as we do. Uh, But first things first is housekeeping. So we're pretty happy to announce last week, John and I teased that we had some tools we were working on. Uh, like Legion HQ and Legion Quick Guide. And the new tool that we have is called Legion Stats. It's legionstats.thefifthtrooper.com. And John, what kind of, I mean, I think the name implies, but what are, yeah. what, what are we going to be doing on Legion Stats? So I'm extremely excited about this because this tool um, provides all the stats that would take me hours to do after any major tournament. And it was becoming a real taxing thing. Um, and it does it way prettier than than I used to be able to output. Um, but it, it gets any metrics that, that you can want. It's going to automatically import lists from Tabletop TO if the lists are added as Legion HQ or Tabletop Admiral URLs, which by now I'm hoping all the big tournaments are requiring. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives it gives a stats all the stats that you're wanting, like um, faction win rates, comparing Empire versus Republic, Rebels versus Separatists, and so on. Uh, It's giving activation stats um, in chart form and table form. It's giving stats on the bids, um, unit counts, whether or not a unit is present in 75% of the lists, or just how many tenacities are in the tournament, because there's like 100 in every tournament. I kid you not. Um, units upgrades it's giving all all of the stats and we're always we're always looking to add more metrics too so um, feel free to to shoot me an email Uh, what is it it? jay bushman yeah it's jay bushman at the fifth trooper.com with any metric ideas that you want added to this and we will get it added right away Um, this is not my personal product i do have to to give dr power slam his proper credit because um, this is i mean this is 100 him yeah i've just been saying hey i like this i want that and he does it he's he's awesome 
yeah, I've been doing the same thing <laughs> like, yeah. in our little chat. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want that there. I want this over yeah. here. And he's like, OK, uh, yeah. yeah, he's been doing a great job. And and like we were talking last week, you know, one of the things besides product that we like putting out is these free tools that are for you, the player, to understand Legion, to help you play Legion, to help you build your list, and now to help you understand what's happening at all these tournaments. And, you know, one of the really cool things that I saw that we have too is you can see stats based on units. So you can go to the little units and then go to like Cassian and it shows you like, what's his global stat point? What's his faction stat point? Like, these are these are really cool. And so, um, like John said, we're always looking to grow um, and, and make uh, good changes to any of our tools. But uh, yeah, I just I'm really happy to have Legion stats to the fifth trooper uh, tool family and uh, just another great tool that we have, including the ELO ratings. Right. We didn't talk about that last time. So so now no, you've had that for a while. Yeah, I know. But we, I didn't list it last time with all the tools no. that we have. So we have Legion HQ where you can build and save your list. We have Legion Quick Guide where you can see the rules reference guide in a quick uh, alphabetical tool. We have Legion stats now where you could see all the stats from all these tournaments. And we have the Evo ratings, which are the, the worldwide rankings of all the players. So, you know, we're really excited about all these tools that we're bringing. We have the, the regional Elo. Yep. So we have the European North American and um, Asia Pacific. Is that what's yeah. Uh, and then we also have the invader league Elo yep. on our website now. So if you want to know how badly I'm doing in the upcoming Invader League, you're going to find out. So <laughs> are you even on the Invader Elo yet? No. Nice. I literally I'm going to be real honest. Takes with you guys. 10 games. Yeah, I play in the round robin and I get before they weren't doing regional. And so it was real hard to schedule time. You know, oh, you're I mean? on there, and, Jay. I see. You. Oh, yeah. Whoop, whoop. I mean, uh, don't get that excited. But yeah, no, it's real low. Uh, <laughs> but but like, you know what I mean? Like, it was real hard to schedule times. And that's why they're doing regional this year. And when I found out they were doing regional for round robin, I was like, oh, I'm in because everybody's on the same time zone as me. So I can get reasonable games in and people aren't wanting to start a Legion game at midnight my time. And I'm going, what? Like, no, I won't, we won't be done till 3 a.m. I got to work tomorrow. Like, what are you talking about? This is crazy. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, so those are all our tools. Go use them. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, again, we're selling Legion on our website. So you could get proper Legion product. We've got a 10% off code if you use SW Legion, which is really cool. We also have our narrative campaign, which is going strong. We're at box two of season two. Uh, which for those of you counting is actually box eight. Uh, we're going strong and starting to get our story developed in that. And you guys can start seeing where we're heading in that, which I'm really excited about. We are going to be demoing Stormtide. I created a special little mission for Stormtide at Adepticon, which I'm really excited about. So if you're at Adepticon and you want to know about Stormtide or you've been kind of nervous to pull the trigger, um, we'll have boxes of for sale there but also we'll have a demo and you guys can take a look at what's in the box in case you really wanted to know uh so we got that going um yeah so i think that's enough for housekeeping because everything else housekeeping is we're going to be talking about here because we're going to be talking about adepticon yeah so what do you guys want to talk about first it's it's in two days in two days i will be flying to chicago i will be driving yeah three days for me that's why you're coming in Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's upon us. Uh, we've been over here at Fifth Trooper Studios. We've been, you know, in a panic uh, getting all our products ready for the booth, <laughs> all our booth properties together and all that. And uh, I'm really excited with all the stuff we're bringing. It's going to be good. Um, but yeah, we're about to see. I mean, we've seen a bunch of tournaments, but I think this is our first major tournament that AMG is fully backing. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. This is AMG's first tournament, even if they're not going to be present. Yep. Um, yeah. And so just so if you don't know what we're yeah. talking about, Asthma Day, the parent company, may basically made a declaration that because of COVID before we all determined that COVID wasn't real anymore, I guess, and have 
reduced restrictions. Uh, Asmodee said they weren't going to any cons in the first quarter of 2022. I think they made that decision back in November, December, when we were at the like height of COVID. But now that COVID is kind of back down and, and restrictions are loosening, um, they can't, they didn't make any of those plans, I would guess, right? And so they didn't want to make any last minute plans to be there. So unfortunately, Asmodee AMG don't, won't be there. I, I assume some of their employees will be there, but they, they won't be having a presence there, which is a bummer. But you know, they are still fully supporting the tournament. They're providing prize support. They're providing, um, they've got those new skirmish games and the new narrative game that they have going on. And they've provided all the info for that, for the staff there. So um, really exciting. We will get AMG official products for the, for the prize support. We will have official tournament structure, uh, which is great. And not only the first official tournament, but I dare say the largest tournament we've had so far based it's, on. It rounds. does have potential to, to be bigger than LVO yep. um, at like what we're at 124 registered players. Yep. Out of 128. Yeah. I think LVO was up there too and fell down. Like people fell off before, so we yeah. could get fall off, but LVO landed at 92 or was it 96? It's one of those two. I think it was yeah, 92. I don't remember. But then 10 games. Yeah. LVO was was nine games. And then for, I only had to play eight. I, I got lucky. 92. You got the LVO. fancy shindig. I got the fancy little round two buy on Sunday. Oh. But um, yeah, this for this Adepticon, it'll be 10 games. For a lot of people, potentially only nine, though, because they're doing a play-in round Saturday morning. Yeah, and so in every respect, I think this is the largest tournament we've had in two, three years. So since the last Adepticon, really. Um, yeah. So I'm really excited. This is going to be great. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I think, too, this one has potential to have more of an international presence as well, because mm -hmm. I think a lot more people to Gen Con and Adepticon, you get a lot more international folks. World's invites are on the line. Yep. Yeah. With number one, getting um, travel paid for. Yep. Travel and lodging. Like, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. And I mean, listen, there is, if we want to talk like real there's we're going to see some quality legion i think there's a lot of mm -hmm. top players coming to this thing and and uh, you know I, I don't know how many of the world's the people who went to worlds are actually playing in this tournament but at least at least a uh, at least half of them i think so yeah yeah i know kyle and luke will both be there i think i heard lj is not going to be there no, he's got army stuff going on yep um who else I, I don't I, I'm assuming everyone else is going to be there, actually, <laughs> unless I've heard otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be crazy. I'm really excited uh, to see everybody. But to see I, I mean, listen, I think. And I'll, I'll let you guys weigh in on what this controversial statement, I uh, think this will really tell us what the meta is. Because because there's world invites on the line, I think people are going to bring real lists for the first time in any of the tournaments that we've had since the lockdowns have stopped. I think LVO was real lists. Yeah, I would agree. hundred percent. I think LVO hundred percent nearly as competitive, Can't, if not as competitive yeah. as this will be. Canto was different because they had all those prizes for like Highlander yep. and and most vehicles and all that. So you saw some people skewing for that. Yep. Um, but but no, LVO was was definitely realist. But I think I think the meta is just so wide right now mm -hmm. that that it's possible that it has narrowed after LVO coming into Depticon. The LVO showed people what's good and what's bad a little bit mm -hmm. of what's good and what's bad. Um, but I, I still think there's a a lot of options, like a solid ten plus. Mm -hmm viable list options that people can bring and and that can win the whole the whole tournament yeah i totally agree i think like you said we've had enough games enough big tournaments that it's becoming clear which are the standout lists 
Mm-hmm. But that number of lists is so big that yeah, yes. you have more options than ever. You know, back in the day, it was like you're playing Tauntauns or a Krennic Gunline. And after that, it was like you're playing Staps or Rex if you want to be competitive. This Which, is kind of the first time that each faction yeah. has like, you know, two or three lists that are all top tier. And I love that. I love that variety. Um, it's like for me, that that's healthy. That's a healthy game. Yep. Like. I remember X-Wing veering away from that and not not having a lot of variation. Uh, and and yeah, like Lucas was saying, even Legion had plenty of time, plenty of dark times where only a list <laughs> or two was viable. But this this is going to be real good, real exciting tournament. Lots of possibilities. And and we are probably going to see some janky stuff too. Yeah, um, uh, for, wow. We know we know Evan the Raccoon Bolrus is bringing <laughs> Jank, that's all. Is he or is he bringing his? Is he bringing his Vader stuff from Canto? I mean, Vader Lat. I don't it, think that's Jank. I do. No, I it's think Vader trash can. I. Uh, well, I we'll mean, see. He may. Hey, if he goes deep, I'll I'll eat my words and I'll take it back <laughs> on the next cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Another I think, steak dinner for that. Yeah, yeah. We'll put steak dinner on that line. Uh, <laughs> stupid dice rolling. Uh, so um, can I, can we talk about that for those, Lucas? I don't know if you know what happened last time. Oh, I do. Yeah. Um, I want to just say, I think I figured out why Kyle wins everything. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Like... <laughs> that, that was ridiculous. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. That was, that was crazy. Uh, uh well, I'll do it with your dice. I am afraid. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really do, John. I really, really do, because then it's going to be so bad that you'll understand why both of my Elo ratings are in the are in the tube. Uh, yeah, so or you'll I, just see this law of large numbers come into play. All right, so like, let's. Oh, John, maybe you are right. Well, I, I would never say that out loud. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, let's let's take some. I think we know we're going to see a lot of CIS. I think we're going to see a lot of variations of Kalani, Spider, Magna Guards. We we know that, right? So, what 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 do you think are going to be some surprise lists that maybe make a deep run at Adepticon? What's like a dark I- horse? I think uh, Palp is in a pretty good spot right now. Um, good, I think yeah. if you put like a Luke Cook or someone of that caliber with the Palp, I think you could easily take the event. So I would not be surprised if a uh, top player brings Palp if it goes deep. Um, right, Palp is still tough to play, but one thing uniquely is the spider droids are really kind of keeping other armor down at the moment. Um, I think that's also kind of a misconception, but it's I think it's scaring it enough that the meta has shifted away from vehicles. People are intimidated by that matchup, which, right, Palp is great against everything but vehicles. And since the vehicles have kind of been pushed out, um, I think this is a great time for Palp. John? No, that's, that's true. Um, Palp, yeah, Palp's not easy to play, but, I mean, 124 people, like... There's, there's going to be a couple good pal players. I'd be, I would love to see palp across the table, even though I would also hate it. <laughs> um, I think bounty hunters also the double bounty specifically. Ah, double bounty. I I just can't in good faith back Boba Fett. Um, but Bosk, I think we could see some some Bosk doing really well. Bosk with Shores again. Yep. The Shores and Mortars. It's a ton of suppression output and mm-hmm. and and it's great counter for melee skews. You know, you get like three shots at them before they get into range. Yeah. Another dark horse I think isn't quite as popular, but I played it uh this last week in a local event and went undefeated and felt really great. Was uh Iden three three three, but with dobacks. Mm. So you take Iden, three ISF, one of them would be Inferno Squad. Uh, three naked storms and then three dewbacks at t21s and tenacity and it is just so gross and you can bid pretty deep because objectives wise it's quite strong um because you can do this crazy flank alpha strike with all the isf and then have your dewbacks just rushing in um it was a pretty brutal list so we'll see if anyone brings it but i think if a good player brings that list it it felt really powerful 
I'm going to make a bold prediction on my my dark horse. Ooh, ready? Here we go. Here we go. I think I think a Rex gun line makes a deep run. Rex? Yeah, here's why. Here's why. Clone Captain Rex. Yeah. Here's why. I don't think it's as bad as everybody's playing it out to be. I think it's still super strong and in the right hands. I think it still does what it's always done, which is eat up enemy lines. And I think if you see, if we're seeing a lot of CS, CIS, like we're still seeing Wookiees, right? Like that's still, but not as prevalent as we're now seeing CIS. And I think a Rex gun line plays a strong role against those lists. And I, I think you could definitely see going, going at the distance. My issue. So I totally agree with that, that it has a real good CIS matchup. And since it's popular, I just think it has such a tough time against like a Vader or a burst of speed Luke or Yoda Um, that right. in a a 10 round event, I don't think you're gonna be able to dodge, dodge those lists. And if you go up against a good player, like, Darth Vader is brutal against the Rex gunline yeah. right now. Like, well, yeah. okay, so let's define well, deep run. Is, like, it, I, is I, it though? Because, because no. like a good Rex gunline list, if it's going against uh, sabers and against melee, you know they stand by. Yep. And then they could still do fire support off of standby, and it's yep. disgusting. Um, I think they're they're great poised against melee and against against anything. Yeah. I'm calling it. Uh, <laughs> let's see what I'll put them in the top eight. How's that? I'll put a, I'll put a Rex, a Rex, a Rex, top eight. a Rex gun line in the top eight. Yep. All I'll right. put a stake on that. <laughs> All right. I don't want any part of that. I'll get you a stake. You think a Rex eight. is going to a Rex pure gun line is going to here, get a top here, eight. Here's why. As in no Wookiees. Is this, yeah. Yeah. No here's, Wookiees. Like the classic. All clones. Here, here's why. They did have some nerfs, okay? But token sharing is still very, very good. Mm-hmm. Arcs are still good. Rex is still good. Like, these are all still good things. Anyone who was really strong at the Rex gun line before is still going to be strong at it today. And if, let's say, if I was going to Adepticon, which I'm not, I think I would probably go back to double heavies because I'm going to go back to the thing that I know the best and, and try to win, right? So I think we're going to see a number of people who have been playing Rex Gunline for the last two or two years or whatever go back to that and go, listen, it's still strong enough to get me past Melee, to get me past CIS. Do I have to worry about certain things? Yes, but I'll deal with those things when I get to them. And so I could see somebody going, you know what? I'm really good at this list. Why change it up now? I need to do what I'm best at and bring that to this big tournament. Yeah, I think my counter for Rex Gunline is I feel like Empire Gunlines are quite good now. And you can just bring Vader into Empire Gunline also. And I think like with the Empire Gunline against the Rex, like your gunline is equally as strong, but you yeah. also got Vader. Um, but I think I think right. the you know the tactics strategy right for the yeah. like John was saying is you you get the bid, you take the objective, and you just sit and wait. Stand by, stand by, aim, stand by, like wait for them to come to you and then just murder anything that comes near those objectives, right? Yeah. What about those Civil War snipers that you can't touch? Yeah. They're shredding apart your entire gun line with low profile, high velocity pierce and just each turn removing three models. Yep. That's true. I mean, the line of sight, hopefully, is a thing. Yeah. I'm calling calling it. That's that's, that's a bold claim. claim. (laughs) Yep. Uh, I mean, that was what that whole segment was about, boys. Dark horses. <laughs> dark horses. Bet, There's a lot of rebel options. You got to bet. The, well, that's why I wasn't going to say a rebel's a dark horse, because I think there's so many different. I, I don't even know that you could. What about talk. tons. Yeah, dude. I, I think you could. Everything's absolutely just good in rebels right now. Tons. Yeah, it is. Dude, that that triple ton, triple Wookiee list that you and I both faced at Canto was nasty. That is that is a rough list to play. I got yeah. super lucky. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I if dice were the same, like in another game against that list, I would lose. Yeah. Like just that simple. Dude, it's it's super nasty. Like this is what I'm talking, and, and and I mean, I think there's a few things that are just not great in the game but 
I would say most of the things are great in this game. Even things like Tauntauns or Rex that they nerfed. I think this that same conversation, right? It's saying, yeah, they got nerfed, but they're still stupid good, especially yeah. especially if you know how to play them, right? Yeah, I don't think there's too many armies that are just like complete garbage that you can't win with. I think the tough part with the bigger event is you got to go all 10 games. And typically the thing holding back those lists is, you know, one or two really bad matchups. Consistency. Yeah. 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 If they get a, an unlucky match, yeah, an unlucky pairing, then. But I would argue true. every list has an unlucky pairing. Yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. There's no one list that doesn't have an well, unlucky pairing. I think that separatist list, one of the reasons why it's so popular is it's kind of an all comers against everything. Like some are tougher, but I, think what's so consistently good is it doesn't smoke any armies necessarily but like there's no armies that just straight smoke it so like if you play it well you can have pretty consistent results yeah i think uh an op luke with rebel um dodge spam yeah is is a bit of an all comers uh no one's gonna toe-to-toe luke in melee and it's great against the range four plinking of the droids and it puts out a lot of firepower. I think that that's pretty close to an all comers. Yeah. I still think there's definitely some lists that are in that top tier of hyper competitive that we haven't seen um, at a previous event. Like that rebel list you're talking about, I think is definitely one. Yeah. Yeah. I think Empire has a lot of other stuff to explore besides like Vader Dues, because Vader Dues, don't get me wrong, is amazing. Um, but I think uh, everyone's really funneled there. Right? I think there are some other options like ATST or Iden, Triple Dues. Um, Vader Dues is just kind of taking the spotlight. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many people go Empire and in, in, I don't know. What do you think? I'd, I'm going to say 20 lists. 20 out of 128? Yeah. You just like to bet. more than that. Only when there's literally nothing on the line. <laughs> 32 is the expected number, if all things are equal. 20 is, is pretty low. I think we see closer to, to 25, 30. Yeah, I'd shoot around 28 if we we're betting. Despite how, like, despite the win rates at these tournaments of each faction, each faction presence has looked pretty equal mm-hmm. so far. I just, I, Mike, yeah, and maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm just throwing, I'm just being controversial and throwing numbers out. But like, yeah. <laughs> in my mind, Shooting I, them down. I feel like with the world's invite on the line, it's going to be even more competitive than, yeah. than the tournaments we've seen before, right? So if I'm, no, that's true. If I'm looking at, let's say right now, um, I've played, I've played a version of that Kalani list that I really like. I have a Luke. Sabine list that I think is really good and competitive. And then I have, you know, Empire or whatever. If all things being equal and I go, okay, I'm good at all these lists, which one am I going to bring? Or I'm going to mm-hmm. bring that droids list, right? Because I know that that one is a solid winner. Um, Luke Sabine is a little bit of a, is a betting man's list, right? It's good, but there's, it, it has a lot of highs and lows as most force users do, right? Um, and then, you know, d- double ATST triple do back is is strong but i don't know that it could survive some of the cis onslaught that's happening right now right so i don't know I, i'm just saying you know if i'm the if i'm looking to to take what's best for me to go to go as deep as i can i'm gonna go with the most competitive list that i can go with would you go most competitive or the one you're most comfortable with yeah that's a good question um i think most competitive in my case because the one i'm most comfortable with isn't as competitive um i really have to make that one like i have to work that one into competitive and it's only competitive because i know it so well um but it definitely has its shortfalls and in a large tournament like that i don't know that i could sustain 10 rounds with that list Mm -hmm. yeah i don't want to think about the the 10 rounds aspect definitely definitely terrifies me right because i mean but but maybe i now i'm talking myself out of it because now i'm thinking i'm like yeah but if i'm going 10 rounds i want a list that's just auto for me right so i don't have to think about it but the problem with that with that atst do backlist is it's a like it's really 
hinges on them coming at you, right? You just say, okay, I have two ATSDs, I have three dobacks and three snipers and a bunch of little core guys. Uh, I don't know, do something about it, you know? And if they can, like spiders come and take out your ATSTs, well, then you're in a world of hurt, you know? And, and things start going fast, bad, fast, so. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. I thought ATSTs destroyed spiders. What is this now? <laughs> I, well, I think they do. But I mean, you know, rolls are rolls, right? Sometimes. Oh, okay. What if, what if it doesn't? I see us rolling back our previous confidence. Well, yeah. I mean, that's right. Just I making think... hot takes and raining them in in the next. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, think, I think we all do that when big stuff's on the line, right? Like we feel really confident. But then when you start thinking about, all right, the world says on the line. And this is really important. Can that ATSD really survive that onslaught? And I, I guess one versus one, ATST versus spider. I take the ATST every day. But when I look at the rest of those lists, and like you start seeing like the Magna Guard, and you start seeing you know like uh, Kalani, and it starts getting really muddy. And you're like, well, okay, I, sure, ATSTs can take care of those spiders, but now I've got you know, a Magna Guard or two and Kalani giving them dodge and aim to like all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And like, how do I, how am I going to take care of them? You know? So it just becomes a little bit more of a yeah question mark. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. Dude, Magna Guard are stupid. Good. Especially with Kalani. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. So what yeah. are you taking to Adepticon? Oh, gee, you're not playing. Oh, wait, wait, it's just me. It's just you. So what Dang are you it? taking? No. <laughs> you don't have to tell the list, but like. No, I, it's fine. List will be locked by the time it's announced, right? I don't know when our lists lock. Tonight. Okay. I mean, Sunday night right. when we're recording this. Today's Sunday, everybody. Yes. Hey, Sunday. Hey, What's we're it? so dedicated to this podcast. We're taking time away from our families on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. To, to record a podcast for you just so i hope you appreciate this time away Priorities. from my whole family yeah i had to wake up from a nap to come record this <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good nap oh, oh so, so i guess before john tells us what he is actually bringing yeah with what you're just talking about jay with what you're comfortable with Versus yeah. what you think is good. What would you take to Adepticon if you're going? Okay. If I was going today, I would bring that. I uh, I, I forgot how many episodes it was ago. John and Kyle were on and I gave out a Kalani double spider AAT list. That, okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I would bring because it, like you said, you said it, it's that all comers list. Like, it's just like, I know that list can handle most things. And I probably may tweak it to throw in a Magna Guard now that I've seen them play. Um, and because <laughs> they're, they're, they're so hard to kill. Yeah, they're stupid <laughs> good, especially against like force users and stuff. So, you know, I, I may toss that in. Uh, but yeah, a version of that because I think it's just, it's a solid list that I would feel comfortable, you know, because I've been playing Luke Sabine a lot and I'm going to be playing that uh, in Invader League. That's what I locked in at with Luke Sabine. Um, but it's a gamble list and it's and and I'm not really great at it yet. Right. But with that with that Kalani droids list that I made, like almost every activation, you have perfect order control and you have things that can handle most most what you're going to see and even without putting Magna Guards in that between the spiders and the AAT, if you've got a force user. I'm just going to toss all the dice. What is that? 20, 20 dice into that force user and be like, okay, fine. You got a force user. That's great. Here's 20 dice. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Like, all right. If you make it through that, then you deserve to get in my lines. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what I would bring. I I'm torn. I've been really liking like a Vader do back gun line. Um, similar to I played at LVO, but I might bump it up to three do backs um because do back i started taking two do backs two snipers four stormtroopers a specialist t21s and then an officer invader i think i would drop a uh, stormtrooper squad for another do back just because my thought with that is um 
other strike teams, right, with low profile, you're kind of just fishing for crits, and dubacks like are have kind of sneaky more range than you expect because they can move with relentless and back up. Um, so I'd probably do that list or potentially the Ida one I played this weekend. So the Iden three three three. It'd come down to kind of like you're saying comfort or not. The Iden list felt amazing, but you know, I've only played four games with it, whereas you know, I've played something similar to Evader do back gun my lvo and did fine yeah, um, yeah and what i would say like i i here's why i differ with that and why i maybe i'm struggling with that the kalani that kalani lists most of those lists are kind of like because of the order of control because of the tools you have uh is going to be controversial they are uh a lower kind of like uh what's entry level in my mind because they're okay. a lot they're a lot easier to play you have all your activations you're not waiting for act you, you have everything available to you and you're just playing the basic strategies of legion at that point right and you're just going okay here's what i have here's how it's going to work boom i'm just going to go but with like you know the atsts and the dubacks and all that stuff in my mind it's a little bit more harder because you have to like you're forcing positions to in order for that list to work versus the Kalani list. You're not really forcing positions. You're you're lining up and going, all right, I'm just going to shoot you until you die at this point. Yeah, I think gun lines in general have a lower floor or what a higher floor. That's the term, right? Yeah. Gun lines in general have a higher floor, but also yeah. still really high ceiling. Yeah. Um, cause that's what I started with as well. I think it's just like the techniques of kiting and like moving around with range bands and like outranging someone is a lot easier to like figure out in your head than, um, diving with melee units. I think that's why, like, for example, yeah. force users, people say are hard to use cause they're so, uh, timing. So I want to say that like these gun lines are easy to play by any means, like a good player is gonna yeah. make them shine. Um, but I get what you're saying. I played gun lines for the longest time exclusively because I was scared of melee units. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, I, and I'm, I'm not disparaging anyone. I'm saying that for me too, is that it's, I like that, like it's a higher floor, right? Because it's just like, okay, I can put it on the table. There's not a lot of tricks to it as far as confusing, like, when do I play activations? When do I, you know, when do I do that? Because you just have everything available to you and you're just like, yeah, all right, well, uh, oh, you're at range four. Okay, I'm going to shoot with this spider for six dice, you know, and get two aims on it now. So I'm going to reroll eight of these dice. Uh, good luck, I guess. You know, it's just an easier thing than trying to time Luke <laughs> to pop out and kill things, right? <laughs> I think maybe a better way of put it than saying it's easy to play is it leans on the fundamentals of Legion. Yeah. Whereas other lists might skew into something really specific. Like, for example, being an armor player, I don't play any armor, like, rarely ever because i don't know all the tricks that come with that thinking about weak points um yeah. ion the fact that you can overlap kps so like when you'd rush in um and then even more of like a melee skew list uh plays quite a bit differently and i think the unique thing about that droid list is it's like the fundamentals of the game and yeah. so um everything you've learned is very applicable to it whereas like a yoda tank saber and padme list like has very particular <laughs> techniques and strategies to that that's not applicable anywhere else yeah. um so i don't know if it's necessarily easier to play but i think more people can fit into that because they already had like know how to play that list. yeah and, and listen again i don't mean that disparagingly to anyone playing droids i meant that for me per, like i find it easier and i think you're right because it's just core legion like hey these are this is how you play legion play this list you'll be fine you know where yeah with luke it's you got certain cards that play at certain times and you got to be careful when you play it i mean john knows he's played luke forever and so it's just a lot more thinky tank on some of those other <laughs> lists so now we've done all these uh what about isms what are you playing john yeah it's uh, yeah i was pretty torn between rebels and republic um Rebels, I, I've been a Rebel player for so long, and Luke has served me well, but I haven't ever won a non-local tournament with Luke. Mm. Um, that's not to say it can't be done. I, I think it has. Has it been done? Any of the big ones? I don't know if there's ever been a high-profile event that's been won by Luke. Dang. Now I think about it. He's always like 
He's always up there, but not first. Well, now I want to take Luke. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 not doing it. Don't do it. Um, Yoda, Chewie, and Wookiees still. Um, I think I think it's a good time for them. I think it has a very high ceiling that I have by any means tapped yet. Um, and and you just have a lot of control if you know if you know your capabilities. And I feel like every game, a lot of my games have been very stressful, but every game um, has been in my own hands. Like I know that I know there's a route to victory. Yep. Um, I just have to find it. And, and that's what I want. I'm going to need a lot of brain food because my brain's going to be on overdrive for 10 freaking games, but well, hopefully 10 games. Um, but yeah, so, so the same. <laughs> it, yeah. Hopefully at least eight. Even. Yeah. No, hopefully seven, hopefully yeah. seven. Cause hopefully I get to skip the play in round on Saturday, you know, yep. but um, yeah, so same list I took to Canto Bite, Triple Wookie, Yoda, Chewie, and three Phase Ones. Yeah, it, I changed some battle cards and command cards around, but I mean, I think that's good, it. right? Like you've been doing well with it. You've faced a lot of other lists with it, so you know, you know, you kind of know what you to expect out there. I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I didn't face a lot of gun lines at Canto Bite. But since then, I've played against a lot of gun lines um, and did surprisingly well. Uh, learned a couple things. I think I took two losses playing TTS games, but I, I know what I could have fixed. So I feel okay about those losses. Yeah, it's always a good feeling when it's like a very clear to yourself reason why you lost the game. It's something you can change for the future because then you know, right? Yeah. It's, yes. uh, it's player error, not your army. Yes. Um, yes. Well, yeah. And that was, that's funny because that game that Kyle and I were talking about last time that I played against him with his Anakin clone sharing bold crap. Uh, like I made a mistake, but I clearly know what the mistake was now. And it won't, I swear to God, it'll never happen again. Cause I know exactly what it was <laughs> that I did wrong. Um, which I think when we play again, I can give them a much tougher game because now I, now I know. Right. And I think that's right. the, that's the thing about reps and kind of what I was getting to at with you, John, it's like, dude, you've played this list enough again. And this was the same with me with the ATSTs, right? It doesn't apply anymore because the meta shifted so much since last I've played them, but like, uh, You've played it so much. You've played against almost most permutations of lists that are available out there that people are going to be bringing. So if you haven't won some of those, you at least know what to expect and know what you did wrong that didn't get you the win. So now right. you can apply that in, in real life, you know? Right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, all right. So that's kind of our thoughts on the tournament. So now let's talk about what we're going to be doing at Adepticon. Uh, Lucas, like I said, is going to be our main man, our number one. Uh, what's that? Number one agent in the field or something. I don't know. He's going to be the guy doing the, the boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. That's the word I was looking <laughs> for. Uh, so he's going to be running our Legion stream. I'm going to be popping in and out, I'm sure, as other uh, community members are going to be as well. So for those of you that want to watch the stream, we're going to be doing it right on our YouTube channel. If uh, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe now, and then you'll get the little alert when we go live. Uh, Thursday of the tournament, we're going to be doing some testing and maybe some skirmish matches and, you know, just kind of getting our ourselves settled for the big tournament. Mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday, we will be live from 9 a.m. ish to 10 p.m. ish. Uh, that is central time, right? We'll be in central time. Uh, so that'll be Friday and Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday, I believe, is around 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. ish because there's only two rounds on Sunday. So if you're looking to uh, chat it up with Lucas, Want to watch live, get on that stream. It'll also be, you know, we'll be saving that as video on demand because that's what YouTube does. So it'll be available video on demand afterwards. So if you, if you miss it, you can always just catch it that evening. Or, you know, if you don't want to watch live and you just want to like fast forward through all the, you know, parts you don't want to see, you can do that later. 
So, you know, but join us live, you know, it'll be fun. Yeah. Go ahead, Lucas. Yeah. And feel free to chat with us. Like uh, there's a chat box that you can interact with. We're all very friendly (laughs) and we'll be having to speak for yourself. Yeah. Maybe when Jay's on there, watch what you say, but (laughs) we'll probably be having some people from the fifth trooper on as well as in some other community members, uh, maybe some podcasts or shows you may be familiar with that will pop on as well. Yeah. uh, We're also going to be, so I'm going to apologize to Lucas real quick because we had a pre-show meeting and I didn't mention this. And so this is going to be news to Lucas, but we're also (laughs) going to be giving away a Legion product on, on the stream. So um, we will have a giveaway form Lucas that you can send them to uh, that, that will be giving away Legion product during the stream uh, or after the stream, whatever's easier for us. And (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but you will be notified. Uh, yeah, we'll be, we got a bunch of Legion prizes that we're going to be giving out. So I'm really excited about that too. Lucas just got really nervous. No, just <laughs> Another thing I have to f- worry about. Um... Oh, God, I gotta, I'll, I'm going to write you a whole script. Everything for the whole 10 hour stream is a 12 hour stream is going to be scripted. So don't worry about it. No words out of place or you'll get, See, here's the thing though i don't trust you to make me a, a 10 hour script you're gonna <laughs> slip something in there and it'll be a 20 minute script that you do on repeat <laughs> oh <laughs> look at that it. move <laughs> look at those dice rolls this is <laughs> yeah. a really interesting game jay yeah. shalansky is the best empire player ever and lucas is whoa 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 what am i saying <laughs> if this was jay shalansky he'd be winning right now um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so look for that. I'm going to uh, put together the schedule and put it up on our uh, social media stuff. I'll probably share it around the other Legion spheres so that you guys know when the schedule is. And then um, if you're at, if you're coming to Adepticon, we're going to have a booth there. We're going to be selling minis. We're going to be selling Stormtide. We're going to be selling Legion product. We're going to have everything your heart could desire. Uh, the only thing we won't have uh, is our mats because they are big and nobody wants to carry those home from a show. So you can order those on the website, but everything else we'll have, uh, which I'm really excited about. You could come talk and say hi. Um, i trying to think, uh, this is going to be a tough question because you guys are both going to be mostly occupied for the whole time. But when you go to a show like this, what's, what are the things you look forward to doing outside of the tournaments? I knew, I knew we were going to get that. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been to a con since Gen Con. It's um, like Las Vegas, LVO didn't count as a con in my mind. Like Gen yeah. Con and Adepticon are the two really on stateside where they have vendors. They have like a plethora of vendors. So I'm excited just to browse the vendors. Um, it's been three years and maybe have to buy another suitcase to bring stuff back in. <laughs> Dude, yeah. with those, yeah, with the with the Adepticon via uh, uh, passes there with all the free stuff. Oh my god, it's it's crazy. Yeah, what free stuff? stuff. So if you get a certain level badge, oh. you basically get. There's like I think what was it? The last Adepticon, it was you got the full Ice and Fire game, the the Game of Thrones like the full thing. The one before that was a Legion core set. Like you get a ton of stuff in these in these bags oh wow yeah i didn't know that yeah it's a big deal what were we gonna say lucas i was just gonna say i think the last oh, time let's interrupt him again no just <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> sorry i'll go back to the script <laughs> yeah this is I, you're off script <laughs> <laughs> um no i was just gonna say i don't think i've been to like an actual con uh since i was really little i went to like gen con back when i was in like eighth grade and so, played in a pokemon cards tournament last year and for that <laughs> <laughs> a little longer that ago than that. uh but it was three remember, years ago jay <laughs> <laughs> actually four <laughs> no uh they had just put out the uh star wars minis game if you guys remember that by wizards of the, of the coast oh yeah Oh, so geez. um i remember playing that there and then star wars celebration same thing um <laughs> funny story with that so star wars celebration which is just a star wars convention 
And so my whole family went and I just sat at the Star Wars minis booth because for every game you played, you got to roll a dice and get a free model. <laughs> I literally spent an entire three day convention just playing Star Wars minis. My parents the whole time were like, you need to get up and go. <laughs> so I've been this way for a long time is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, good. What a nerd. <laughs> uh, well, is that how it works? So like for the stream, for every hour that you stream, you'll roll a dice and we'll determine how much you're going to get paid for that hour. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> how many different uh, sprues you'll give me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How many, what, instead of giving away one of the Legion products to the listeners, you get it on a six. <laughs> Ooh. Out of a hundred. Spicy. Oh. <laughs> oh. um yeah so i'm trying to think what else um that's most of most of what we're doing this is a you know this podcast will be out monday and so uh the next time you'll hear from any of us will be thursday on our youtube channel and you could just go to youtube and search up the fifth trooper and you'll find it uh and we'll be live on there starting thursday at some time i don't know what time on thursday but uh, Friday for sure at 9 a.m. And uh, yeah, you can come talk Legion with us. You can come heckle Lucas. Uh, you can, uh, I don't know. Heckling can... is very encouraged. Yeah, yeah. Very encouraged. <laughs> you can try to, I don't know, you know, try and make him cry. Yeah. Well, don't is do that, that. A, uh, a sub goal? If someone makes yeah. me cry, hey, they win a new go. set. Mm-hmm. There you go. Can I sponsor you something like that? I'll create a graphic <laughs> for it right now. Just somebody like kicking a puppy. That's the graphic. <laughs> uh, oh, we got another Lucas sub goal. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe a good question um, for listeners who haven't been to Adepticon. So this is going to be my first Adepticon. Um, so as we talk about what things are excited, like what kind of booths are there? Um, right. I assume there's different companies showing new games and giving yep. demos. Yeah, I think this year is going to be weird because like we we said at the top of the cast, Asmodee and AMG won't be there. But, you know, what they used to do, Lucas, um, Fantasy Flight used to sell product before it was released to the public there. So like, I mean, that bit them in the in the butt because of the debacle. For those of you not in the know, when the debacle, when uh, I think Dubacks were at Gen Con, maybe or yeah, Gen Con or Adept Gen Con, Con. Con. when the Dubacks came came out and they did the pre sale at Gen Con. The Dubacks, instead of coming with the base they have today, they came with the ATST base, um, which is completely wrong. And so <laughs> any of us who got it at Gen Con had to fill out a form to get the right base sent to us. But I often wonder, I think I've brought it up on this cast before or one of the other ones. It's like, do you think there's guys out there or, or girls out there that bought those dubacks from Gen Con and are like playing Legion with the dubac on an ATST list still because they're not part of the community and didn't know that they needed to get a new base? I bet you there's one. I mean, <laughs> I remember when it came out and on Facebook, everyone was posting these photos and they're like, is this how big the base is supposed to be? Like, <laughs> I feel like it's really unnecessarily large. <laughs> yeah, we had a fun run of debacle shirts. That was that was fun that we did, um, but the Adepticon, yeah, they had the tank and the and the speeder, the small speeder that they you could buy early. Um, yeah, they usually do stuff like that, or like X Wing. They had like a special X Wing ship you could only get at Adepticon, and and you know stuff like that. It's really cool. And you know the other nice thing is like you said with the the minis, Star Wars minis games, same thing. You could go demo games, and you get like cool little things for demo in a game or you know you get to see games early or it's it's pretty cool i think adepticon's one of the ones that's more focused on the tournaments though and like the vendor hall's not as big as like gen con like the gen con vendor hall yes the vendor hall's still huge Uh, but you're right gen con was easily like double triple the vendors yeah um but lots of there's lots of events and stuff too that I yeah. never pay attention to because like relatively speaking to all the other 
war gamers in our community. I'm still a pretty new war gamer. Um, but there, I, I know there's lots of events to be seen. Yep. Uh, I need to look at them and see if any of them are still open. Probably none of the good ones. Yeah, I think AMG's doing like an announcement. Okay, so here's the odd thing. In the I don't know this for a fact, so this is hearsay. Let me start there. I heard that AMG was doing a, I don't know if they're doing it anymore, but in the past, FFG's done a launch like thing at Adepticon where yeah. you go in a meeting room and like that's where they talked about Clone Wars and introduced Clone Wars to the yeah. world was at Adepticon. Um, it was always free in the past. You just had to make sure tickets were limited. But I heard yeah. this year that did you have to buy tickets to get into that this no, year? No, I don't think oh, I okay. thought that was pulled out because AMG's not present. Oh, maybe they pulled it out. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, but but yeah, I mean they do stuff like that where they they have the uh you know, announcements of new product and you can go, or they, or there's other, like, uh, I've been to a couple of the like game developers symposiums where they'll have like three or four game developers up on a stage and like doing like a question answer type thing and talking about being game developers, which is always super cool to hear. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of neat stuff going on. Too bad you're going to be streaming for most of it, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no rest for the wicked. Yeah. Nah, we'll get you. We'll get you a break and get you out there. You'll get to yeah. see some stuff. You're taking good care of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Guys, I'm not being held hostage. I swear. <laughs> this is all. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> hey, I saw that. <laughs> cut him off. Cut him off. <laughs> Gonna have to edit that out. Um, all right. I have one last question. This is the most important question that we've had on this entire podcast, and we're going to leave the podcast on your answers. Are you ready? There are four people from the Fifth Trooper crew who are going to be playing in this tournament. How many of those four make oh, it to the top ten? Oh, don't do this. <laughs> so let's name Why? them. Don't we do got this. we got Kyle, we got Bushman, we got Evan the Raccoon, and we've got Evan the Blog Writer. Top is 10? Alice playing? No, she's not. She's doing, she's uh, doing Warhammer. the AOS, right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. doing AOS. So we got four people. Four people. How many of the... Don't tell me who. Just how many of the four are making top ten? And then I'll tell you who I think it's going to be. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a monster. Um, you are. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think, two. I think half of the, the group can make it up there okay bushman i think two can make it all right i don't uh, <laughs> even if i'm not one of them i think two can make it yeah i think that's fair i think half half the fifth troopers i won't say who i think it's gonna be <laughs> thank god <laughs> no i will it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the the ELOs here. Quite dark, a few are dark horse from behind. It's going to be Jay for the win. <laughs> Wait, <is laughs> he wasn't Grammar, even in the tournament. Oh, Grammar, Grammar too. Shoot, yeah, I forgot. Five. five. Yeah, five. Top ten is a small number, though. Yeah, I still five. am staying with two. Yeah, I'm more comfortable with two now. But all right, five. Sorry, sorry, Grammar. Uh, he's going to be so mad. <laughs> Out of out of all our staff, only his shirt was the one that they screwed up. <laughs> Oof. Oh, really? Yeah. And now I forgot he was in the tournament. I am, <laughs> I am so sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh, Subliminal so, messages here. I, I'm so sorry. Subtle hints. We got a big. <laughs> the other day, we got a lot of staff, a lot of writers. Yeah. Two podcasts. We got a lot of stuff going yeah. on. Sorry. Yeah, Oof. the Discord channel has gotten uh, quite a bit bigger quite fast. Yep. Um, and then finally, the most important thing is that if any of you want to meet Rachel, she will be working the booth. So I know there's a lot of Rachel fans. Is Her her podcast that she was on was one of our most popular podcasts on the Fifth <laughs> Trooper. <laughs> Beating out even our interview with Sam Whitwer, Darth Maul himself. The Rachel, Ooh. the Rachel pod. Oh, she doesn't let me live that down. I should have never, Rachel. Should have never told her those numbers. Uh, <laughs> she beat out Sam Whitwer and uh, and Elizabeth Gruan, the uh, second sister interviews. For those oh, of you man. who don't know, I 
did two interviews with people. No one seemed to care. And so I never did it again. I listened to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> and the Rachel interview. <laughs> yeah. More people listen to the Rachel interview than any of the other ones. So if you want to meet her in person, she'll be at our booth working because that's what I make everyone do is work. <laughs> I don't have any friends or family. I only have employees. <laughs> Truth that comes is, out. The truth was a project just to force people to be your friends. <laughs> oh, you're right there. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, on that note. Uh, yeah, I guess we can. I think that was a good, good pre-Adepticon show. Yeah, I, I hope you guys at home enjoyed it. Come see us at Adepticon. If you, if you can't be there, check out our stream. Come heckle Lucas and myself because I'll be on and off. And uh, yeah, and wish John and Kyle and Grammar and the Evans. I'm not even going to say both their names. Just the Evans. Wish them all well, good now luck. now you said it twice. At now the tournament. Oh, man. <laughs> it wasn't to save time. It was just not to dignify both of them. Say the third time he might appear behind you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, wish them all good luck and, you know, join us next week on the scoundrels and, uh, yeah, I'm Jay. I'm Lucas and I'm John Bushfax Bushman. Stay salty, lima beans. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>